Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on City Cash Chicago, I got my layers on and I'm headed back outside to a neighborhood I'm not all that familiar with, Lincoln Square. Known for its German roots, the community area is home to great bakeries, holiday gifts, and a legendary sausage shop. We met up with an enthusiastic and very funny Lincoln Square neighbor. It's Thursday, December 8th. I'm Jacoby Cochran and this is City Cash Chicago. I have to ask, from the moment I walked up, you just kind of been beaming with energy. <laughs> is that the neighborhood? Is that the show? Is it a little bit of both? All I'm re- of I'm, the above. You know, I'm, I'm fishing here. I, this neighborhood makes me proud to be a Chicagoan, and so does your podcast. I'm here with Gretchen Ang, a CityCast fan. Gretchen, welcome to the show. I am so happy to be on the show, Jacoby. Thank you for having me. I am psyched to be here, and I think we're standing on, oddly, my favorite corner in mm-hmm. Lincoln Square even though it's probably the least picturesque corner of Lincoln Square. It is in front of, um, of course, the statue of uh, the, the uh, founder of Walgreens, John Q. Walgreens. I'm just kidding. It's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and on this corner of Western and Lawrence and kind of Lincoln, and kind of Lincoln. you'll see um, there is this roving pack of pigeons that just crack me up. They go from one side of the street to the other mm-hmm. all day long. And I love this corner so much that I actually dressed up as it for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope right there. I ain't even going to lie. I made 20 clay pigeons and I hung them from myself. And I um, defaced a pair of pants with the Walgreens logo. If you live here, this is where you get your prescriptions from. And it's a well-traveled corner. And it was really um, my send up to the community this year. For people not familiar with the area known as Lincoln Square, what are the the boundaries of the community area? Absolutely. Well, we're kind of in like the big business sector, what people might call the heart of Lincoln Square. But Lincoln Square is technically bounded by the river on the west, Mm -hmm. Ravenswood Avenue on the east, um, Montrose on the south, which I would say is a little debatable personally. But it goes kind of farther north than I think a lot of people expect. It goes all the way up to Bryn Mawr and Peterson Avenues, um, which means uh, approximately Rose Hill Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Square is, you know, typically is like a, a German enclave. It, mm-hmm. it, it kind of has those roots, one of those old immigrant neighborhoods that, you know, has changed and has a more diverse community. Yes. Uh, what is your personal history with Lincoln Square? So I moved here just a couple years ago and um, I love it more every single day. And I love my neighbors and it's a great place to bring people and to walk around. And I am also, like you said, German, um, if you go far back enough. <laughs> um, that's one thing I really enjoy about this neighborhood too is the preponderance of German speaking institutions and good Come on. And so let's get into that today. You said we're going to cross over uh, Busy Lawrence and kind of walk up this strip under the Lincoln Square Arch. Uh, So let's do that and then we'll pick up with some things to do. Perfect.
Uh, so we just crossed under the Lincoln Square uh, Arch Gretchen, and we're gonna start with things to do. Yes. What are some great things to do in this neighborhood? Okay, uh, we are in the um, holiday shopping season right now, and I feel like this is a great place to avoid Amazon. I feel like for anyone on your list, there is a little boutique around here that you can buy something uh, from, um, from kids' toys to my my father is a big balsamic vinegar <laughs> enthusiast, so I've definitely gotten him something from Fum Foss. Um, if you're looking for stocking stuffers and like little small things, you cannot go wrong with Mertz Apothecary, which is a little farther south from us right now, mm -hmm. or the store Neighborly if you're into like Chicago-y kinds of gifts. So shopping is a big thing that brings people to Lincoln Square, especially when you have Nothing you're looking for in particular. So just a few that I could see right now. One you said was Von Foss, your uh -huh. father with the balsamic. What can you get out of here outside of that? What What are they really known for? Because I, I don't think I've ever seen a, a combination quite like it. It's another one of those like kind of weird niche stores that I feel like kind of only exists in this area. It is vinegar and oils. And they will put out little pieces of bread for you to sop up their various... Oh. Sauces. There's um, my my boyfriend just got his watch repaired at Stanley Brown Jewelist, um, and I have bought children's toys from Timeless Toys. All of these Timeless Toys is it? Are they throwback toys? Do they got like some of the new ones? Some of yes, the like they have any toy you could possibly okay. want to play with. Um, I mean, so so shopping and eating is kind of what what you do around here. Mm -hmm. um, and my my favorite combination of both of those things is at Jean Sausage, which is right behind you. You can't miss it because there's a giant cow currently with a Christmas wreath around its neck <laughs> sticking out of the storefront. Um, it's my favorite grocery store in the world. If you are into the tastes of old Europe, but also just really interested in trying some great food um, and imported alcohol and chocolates. There's lots of lots of German stuff to be found there, but also stuff from all over the world. Um, and it's not just meat either, I have to say. I, I will plug their red cabbage slaw because it is my favorite non-meat food that I've gotten from Jean Sausage, and I could eat a bucket of it every single day. The pretzels at Jean's are authentic pretzels. Like, I'm, I'm a real pretzel snob because I did the German exchange program in the south of Germany where there are lots of really good pretzels. Not a mall pretzel fan. Um, what I would recommend, which is what you'll get at any train station in Germany, is you get one of the pretzels from Jean's and you cut it in half and you put butter and chives on it and you eat it for breakfast or brunch or lunch. That is a food that I think everybody should absolutely have. If you want to go hardcore German culture, like food, foodie adventure, get some head cheese or Leberkäse, get some unidentifiable meat product in gelatin and put it on a cracker or something. Or if you're my father, just eat it with your hands because that's what he grew up with. And Jeans has it all, but a lot of places around here have really authentic pastries that you wouldn't necessarily find in your average bakery. Um, you can't go wrong with anything you eat here. It is probably, it probably has a story and the person who came up with the recipe for it is probably a grandparent of someone who owns a shop here, mm -hmm. which is very cool. So obviously one of the things people have to do is cross under this arch and kind of mm -hmm. walk up Lincoln away from, from Lawrence and Western. What was something else that, that you had on your things to do list before we move into uh, some things to eat? 
Absolutely. So this entire area shuts down on a pretty regular basis for street festivals. Mm. Um, the Apple Festival is a real favorite. And of course, the more German skewing festivals, Mai Fest and Oktoberfest. The Square Roots Festival takes place here, which is, of course, um, something really important to the identity of Lincoln Square. The... Um, Heritage of folk music with Old Town School of Folk mm -hmm. Music, which we can't see right now because of the L tracks. But if you go farther south on Lincoln, you'll run right into it. I think they even have Pete Seeger's banjo head on display. Oh, wow. It is really important in the history of Chicago music making. And there are all kinds of concerts that you can check out there. And also because so many musicians live in the neighborhoods, several of my neighbors included, there are lots of pop-up jams if you're starting to get interested in playing banjo or guitar or fiddle. A great one to check out is at Borelli's, which is a little farther east on Lawrence. It's a pizza place and bar, and every Thursday night they have something called Banjo After Dark with a featured incredible musician and a very long pizza-eating jam that lasts into the night. Nice. So I would definitely check out some music if you are in the area. Okay. You were talking about your father uh -huh. and his connection to his heritage and, yes. you know, him eating German foods with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes and visits the neighborhood, when your parents come to the neighborhood doing those cultural events or even just to, to visit, mm -hmm. you know, how do they talk about it? Um, I'm kind of the link between German culture and my family right mm. now because I'm the only one that actually speaks it. Oh. Um, I learned it in school. And I think that what is really exciting is to see my dad's face light up when he sees like something he hasn't eaten in a really long time. And also I have to say, if you ever pop into Mertz Apothecary, there are so many products that I <laughs> used in Germany. I actually took a, um, a friend of mine who was raised in Germany here a little while ago and she started smelling all of the um, the, the colognes that they have in Mertz Apothecary, and she was saying that they smell like her grandma and all of these kinds of sensory experiences that she hasn't had in a really long time, um, you can find in Lincoln Square. Any neighborhood we talk about, we gotta talk about the places that you enjoy eating, the places you wanna peep. Uh, put people on. Uh, so what are some spots in the in the area people got to check out? Absolutely. Far too many for me to say uh, in one podcast episode. But if you are looking for like that kind of um, pastry, coffee, European experience, definitely check, it, check out uh, Cafe Sal Marie over by Giddings Plaza. Um, it's really charming. The people that work there are really, really nice. And you can get all these cakes and cookies and croissants. Um, and, and also like savory food as well. Um, but there is far more than European cuisine here. And probably the food that I eat the most, which I bet is common among your listening audience, is Thai food. And there's a lot of great Thai food on Western. And my favorite, probably because it's my closest, <laughs> is uh, uh, Spoon Thai. So you should definitely check that out. Um, What's the order? That pad say you with chicken. Okay. I have to get that. I mean, I get other stuff too, but that's the <laughs> thing that I could, you know, just sit on the couch and eat I until I fall asleep. So fast. I don't even think the question was done. He was like, oh. Of course. <laughs> Everyone has their that's own, right? Um, all right. A couple other unexpected, delicious food options in this area. Um, Luella Southern Kitchen. If you haven't been there, you're dancing, so I assume you have. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is just one of the best. I, I think it was the. Um, the first pandemic Thanksgiving when all of my friends were like, 
you know, painfully not going to visit their family members to not get them sick. Everyone just ordered takeout for Thanksgiving from Luella's and it was really, really nice. And they have incredible Southern style food. Um, there are lots of like fancier places where like if your parents are paying, like take them to Bistro <laughs> Campania or Gather or Fork. I love those places. But if I'm paying for it, go to Miku Sushi before 6 p.m. and get half-priced sushi. It's great. The waitstaff there is incredible and fast and lovely. And I got two more for you down on Montrose, which I think is technically the southern border of Lincoln Square. Mm -hmm. um, for Mexican food, Taqueria El Asadero. This is not one of the languages I'm qualified to speak, by the way, so please tell me if I'm saying that wrong. But that is a cash-only Mexican food place, which is really great for tacos, burritos, anything that you really need. And finally, I know I'm going to get, like, death threats because of this, but... I think the best pizza place in the entire city is Jimmy's Pizza Cafe. <laughs> it's just west of Western, and it is New York style, but it's really, really, really good, and everyone should go to Jimmy's at some point, especially if you like to fold your pizza or if you're just, like, really, really good toppings. Mm -hmm. So those are definitely, that's my culinary tour of Lincoln Square, um, 100%. I'd love to cross over yes. because before we start places to see or, or things to see, I just kind of want to look a little bit closer at this mural. huge mural I that know. covers the uh, the Lincoln Square Athletic Club. Yes. This mural depicts an imaginary German landscape. <laughs> so this is just basically like a send up to the old world mm -hmm. and it's very brightly colored and it looks kind of worn. Um, there's also this gigantic sort of weather vane looking thing mm -hmm. that has all of these Bavarian looking shapes. It's no surprise that this is where the big tent for Oktoberfest and MyFest is put up where you can hear a live polka band playing everything from um, in München steht ein Hofbräuhaus to <laughs> I think I heard them play Country Roads Take Me Home one time. <laughs> oh. You can get a, a commemorative stein of beer in the winter months, a boot of Glühwein. This is probably just the most ethnically German spot in the entire square, which is saying something. Um, a little ways over uh, on Western is um, Dunkhaus, which I always thought just meant thanks house because it's a community center and Dunk is the German word for thanks. But it actually stands for Deutsche Amerikanische National Congress, which was like a... <laughs> A network of German-American socializing clubs that started mm. up in the 1950s. And that's exactly what the Dunkhaus is. It's a, um, a place where you can go to learn German, to learn how to cook German foods, to experience German art exhibits. What are some other things you want to make sure people see if they're driving through or walking through this very walkable part of uh, the area? Absolutely. Okay, so this is kind of a silly one, but... If you go over to Western and Wilson, you will probably see a yellow car that is covered in Tasmanian devil stickers. <laughs> and it is kind of a local favorite. Um, it's the Lincoln Square Taz car. And actually, this Halloween, my boyfriend dressed up as the Lincoln Square Taz car. And we met the guy who owns it. Okay, you got to tell me a little bit about this. One, both of y'all costumes being Lincoln Square inspired and like rooted is... Can you tell me, like, the neighborhood? Um, okay, so the guy who owns the Lincoln Square Taz car used to be a chef in this area. And during the pandemic, people were reaching out to him to say how much they missed eating his soups. And so I just have to give a shout-out to Facebook Don's Soups. 
which is what is on the business card that I'm holding right now. He gave this to us as we took pictures of my boyfriend dressed up as Lincoln's <laughs> Car. Does he sell soup out the car or is it just I don't a know. Okay. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm really interested. Gretchen, obviously your heart is in Lincoln Square. You know, your last, you know, little bit of convincing someone to to make their time up here, especially during these cold months, to walk around, to to watch dogs and people and get into some of the shops. Uh, make that final pitch for Lincoln Square. Um, Lincoln Square is, it kind of has a little bit of everything. Um, we have a really, we have really, really picturesque, unexpectedly beautiful views. But also, if you like the feeling of being in a hustle and bustling community, um, this is a great approachable little bubble. Um, and it is a bubble. And that's one of the good things and kind of the bad things about Lincoln Square. Um, I know that recently they've been trying to push through an affordable housing project in that giant vacant parking lot next to Fifth and Third Bank. Um, and there are also a lot of vacant storefronts up on Western. Um, you see how adorable and decorated and quaint this little part of Lincoln Square is? That's not the whole thing. Hmm. And all of it is our neighborhood. And one thing that I really, really love about living here is how actively involved my neighbors are in local decision making. Um, there have been rallies held by my neighbors in favor of making this a more affordable neighborhood to live mm -hmm. in. You want to protect and build up your neighborhood, but not out the not at the cost of growing your neighborhood and welcoming in new neighbors and being more accessible. Absolutely, like we can celebrate and honor all of these great traditions that we have from Chicago's neighborhood, German Germanic past with these beautiful old murals. But ultimately, I think that um, everyone here wants everybody in the city to come to Lincoln Square and see how great it is. And I hope that, um, I hope we can continue to grow this community because I love it. Hey, shout out to Gretchen Ang. Thanks for being a fan of CityCast and uh, helping our Lincoln Square neighborhood guy. I have had such a good time with you guys. Thanks for coming to my neighborhood. All right, before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Starbucks Workers United is hosting a rally tomorrow at noon at Federal Plaza to support unionizing efforts at Starbucks across Chicagoland. In case you missed it, seven Chicago-area Starbucks have successfully voted to join the union, while three locations have voted against it. One Starbucks up in Edgewater was closed earlier this year after workers unionized. Tonight, the Madhouse on Madison, a.k.a. the United Center, is hosting Juice World Day, an art and music concert named after the late rapper Jared Juice World Higgins, who died three years ago. Listen to our episode on Juice World in the show notes. There's some good news to get you through. For my Westside family, you can get some holiday cheer in tonight at the Austin Town Hall Holiday Celebration. For similar events in your neighborhood, check out our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. While you're there, see what snacks the CityCast team picks up when they visit O'Hare and Midway airports. If you got an extra moment today, please, please, please nominate and vote for CityCast Chicago and Hey Chicago as the best podcast and best newsletter as part of the Reader's Best of 2022 list. As always, I appreciate you for listening. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Peace. Shout out to Johnny Lasagna, my favorite Lincoln Square dog. Um, check him out. He's on Instagram. <laughs>